This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Hello, 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 bonjour, hola. I'm trying to think of other ways to say hello. Why am I even doing that? It's just me in the studio today. Yeah, I'm back with another solo app, guys. And um, a few of you messaged me last time saying that you really enjoyed my solo one, which was really nice because I felt like I did a super average Joe Blow job at it. But <laughs> here we are again, giving it another go because never say never, never give up. Today's topic is how to love yourself again, um, especially after rejection. As Cardi and I like to say, rejection is redirection. But before we get into it, we'll start with the mantra of the week, which is self-love is a practice, not a destination. The reason why I love this is because self-love is never ending. Like you will go through life always having to practice it. It's something that you're going to have to keep working on. You're never going to get to a place and then be like, oh, I finally love myself and then that's it. Um, so it's just a nice reminder that it's kind of like a lifestyle self-love, I feel. Something you got to choose to actively work on. It's like working out in the gym, you know? So anyways, I have a few keys on how to love yourself again and I just want to preface, loving yourself is one of the hardest things to do in the world, in my opinion. Um, It's just because it feels like a constant uphill battle. Like I said, it's something you have to constantly be working on. So it can be a little discouraging sometimes if you feel like you've been putting in the work and then you get to a place where you feel like you've gone 10 steps back because of something that's happened or something that someone has said and it can kind of trigger you or the way you've maybe been treated in a relationship can completely crush your self-confidence. So yeah, I've got, from my experience, I've got a few dot points that help me. Um, but trust me, I, it is not linear at all. So the first thing is don't take anything personally and know your worth. So whenever someone is that maybe says something that offends me or, um, if someone treats me a certain way that hurts me, I never, I always remind myself to never take offense and to not take it personally because how someone's treating you is a reflection of themselves. And I was talking to my friend about it the other day and I think everyone can be a little bit in their head and oversensitive and make everything about them sometimes. For example, we're in 2023, everything can be very touchy, very sensitive, Um, everyone in 2023 just seems to be very sensitive, which is fine. Um, there's obviously valid reasons to it, but I think everyone's becoming a little too sensitive in my opinion. Everyone's making like, not everything is about you as much as like as harsh as that is to hear. What I'm trying to say here is say if someone's talking about, I'll give an, I'll give a real life example, right? Say I overheard one of my friends talking about their nose and how they hate their nose and they want to get their nose fixed or something exterior. That person that's having that conversation with them is then going to start thinking about their nose and thinking, well, if they don't like their nose, what do they think about my nose? Like, is my nose bad? 
And then therefore that's creating insecurity and all of that. So I think, I think it's important to not make everything about you when you're hearing other people talk negatively about themselves. I think in that moment, either try and shut it down the best you can and say, oh my God, your nose is great. And then maybe compliment them on something that's not got to do with their appearance, just to kind of steer the conversation away from that. And then that kind of benefits you both in the long run, because I don't think it's healthy to sit there and talk about things you hate about yourself anyway. But yeah, I think not taking things personally and knowing your worth is definitely my first tip. Secondly is don't compare yourself, which is so easy to do these days because we are constantly online scrolling through all the different platforms with so many different people that we follow and it can be so easy to fall into not even comparing your face and your body but comparing your life, comparing personality, comparing literally everything that you see online. Um, and look, it's, it's, it's near impossible to not compare yourself to others. It's just what humans naturally do. But if you have the right tools to be able to navigate when you feel yourself falling into that mindset then it's super helpful so what I like to do is I've written a list in my notes in my phone of what my strengths are and what the good qualities about myself are and what I find I'm, I'm valuable for um, and I always just refer back to it when I'm feeling a little bit shitty because our brain naturally falls into the negative it's just the way our brains were created so you really do have to work hard to sit in the positive side of the brain and every single person has amazing qualities and brings something to the table. So you just have to figure out what those are and then be so confident and sure in yourself so that you can't let the negative thoughts overpower that. And having having it to look at physically, I just think you've got to brainwash yourself, you know? You really do have to brainwash yourself and be a little bit delusional. Not delusional, but you know, trick yourself into, trick your brain when it falls into the other side of things. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. So the next is to build up your confidence. And I like to use a little technique or method called the four E's, which is an initialism. I've just been educated by <laughs> James. So the first E is expand. The second is environment. The third is exercise. And the fourth is educate. So these four things really help build confidence in myself. It works for me. It might not work for everyone, but these are the four things I like to turn to. So expand is expanding your skill set. So whether it's take a class in something that you want to um, expand your skills in or pick up a hobby that you could improve on. I just think doing something physical or creative or skillful like you're going to naturally just build confidence because you've got you're going to work towards getting better at it you're going to see improvement it's going to just build your confidence naturally so that's the first thing second is environment which is so important I think who you surround yourself with makes a huge difference to your mood your confidence your self-esteem so definitely surround yourself with people who uplift you if you're hanging around toxic people that constantly bringing you down even if they're just like oh it's just a joke like if they're always bantering but they're picking on you and they're kind of brushing it off as a joke like remove them from your life or distance yourself or just if you you know have the balls to just shut it down and set your boundaries and tell them that you're not going to tolerate that. But if you feel like you've done that and they're still not respecting you, then yeah, just get rid of them because life's too short to be around people who are not uplifting you. 
The third is exercise. So any sort of exercise, whatever works for you, whatever makes you feel good. I think when it comes to exercise, the most important thing is finding out what's fun for you. For me, I like to do a different mixture of um, kinds of exercises. I don't like just doing one, otherwise I get bored. So my workout regime for the week will be a mixture of Pilates, yoga, weights, HIIT and yeah, those four pretty much. Um, and I enjoy all of them. So yeah, finding out what's for you. Like I was speaking to Katz about it this morning and she doesn't like weight training and weight training is my favorite. Um, so that like I noticed when we do classes together, like I'm like pumped, I'm buzzing and she's looking at me like, oh, like because, you know, it hurts her knees and stuff. So it's not enjoyable for her. Automatically, that's like not going to be enjoyable. I have a bad back. So doing um, like a lot of upper body stuff, doesn't is not enjoyable for me so yeah I think that's really important because you need to look forward to it that's my tip but oh yeah why exercise is important I mean it's it's pretty obvious it's the endorphins that get released when you exercise you automatically feel amazing um you seeing physical changes in your body helps build so much confidence like obviously confidence comes from within in my opinion um but you do have to work from the inside out uh we're all human we're all a bit vain we all want to look good in some sort of way but feeling good and looking good can come both from exercising. So that is a key E for me. The fourth is education. So education and mind expansion. It is a huge, huge thing you can do to feel more confident because knowledge is power. So reading books, listening to podcasts, whatever form of information you like to consume you once again you figure out what you like best like I know for myself I love podcasts it's or I love more visual stuff um reading I do get a bit bored it makes me sleepy and it's just like I have to go read over it a few times because my brain is just so not, not good at focusing but yeah I love listening to things seeing things um so yeah that kind of education is my form but you find what's best for you and I can guarantee you once you finish a book or finish a podcast, you're going to just feel like, oh yeah, I feel great. I know more. I can share more and it's building confidence. Okay. My last tip is, well, it's not really a tip. It's more about perspective is that you don't have to love your reality to love yourself. So if your life isn't really amazing right now, if you're going through a bit of a hard time, that doesn't mean you still can't love yourself. Life is always got ebbs and flows it's always going up and down um but loving yourself doesn't have to be on par with how life is going if that makes sense there's no finish line it's neither constant or permanent it's most definitely not perfect loving yourself like I mentioned before it's not and I just want to clarify self-love is not being in love with yourself it's not um, it's not ego. It's not being vain. It's not being self-obsessed. Like those are all very different things. And it doesn't mean you have to love everything about yourself. That's literally impossible. Um, it's about focusing on the things you do love about yourself and just bringing your mindset back to positive thoughts rather than falling into the negative because some days are going to be harder than others. Some things people say are going to trigger us. Some ways that people treat us are going to trigger us. Some some days I just look in the mirror and I don't feel like me. I, Kylie and I do it all the time. I'm like, what looks off today? Like nothing's changed. We haven't changed our hair. We haven't changed anything about ourselves. But some days you just feel shitter than others. And it's it's all mental. So those are my 
tips on how to love yourself. I hope they helped. And let me know if you like this kind of episode because we can do more. We can expand on more. There's definitely more to be shared and there's definitely tips that Cardi would have as well. So when we're both in the studio next, we can expand on this topic. Have a good day and we'll see you guys next episode. Well, I will. I mean, no, we will. <laughs> okay, bye.